You're listening to Market Scale Software and Electronics. I'm Sean Heath, and today I'm talking to the co-founder and CEO of Kratos, Sam Kim. Sam, how are you today? Great, and yourself? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Let's get the one traditional interview question out of the way, if we could. Please give me a little bit of your journey and how you actually came to be at Kratos. Sure. Uh, so I originally got into technology back in 1998 when I graduated from college. I worked uh, at a tech incubator called Calches, which was subsequently acquired by Computer Sciences Corporation. It was the, the heyday of the internet. Um, everything was growing so rapidly, and I was just a young guy uh, working my butt off uh, to try to keep up and learn as much as I can. You know, after the acquisition, I took a little detour and um, spent some time in Vietnam working for the World Bank. I thought I'd make some positive impact on the world and uh, thought I'd, for various reasons, I ended up selecting Vietnam. I got back into technology when I returned. I went to business school and started uh, my first company in the tech space called the Mobile Majority. It was, this was 2011. It's an ad tech company. Uh, we recently acquired a division of Qualcomm called Gimbal. So that was sort of my re-entry point into tech after sort of a long hiatus. Um, and since then, I have launched two other companies. One is in the video game space called ESDF. We are a production and finance company for PC games. And uh, most recently, last year, we launched Kratos which is an ad tech company using the blockchain in order to create transparency, trust in a really, really murky industry. Uh, that is, yeah, that's sort of my journey here. You know, blockchain is, it's kind of a scary word to a lot of people, those that are tech savvy and those that aren't. It's, it's a very hard concept for, you know, most people to get their brain around. And not only have you understood that, but you've, really put effort into using that as a way to improve the way advertising works and to really focus on what you see as one of the main challenges and that being transparency. Yeah. So the blockchain is, it, it, it is a rather difficult subject or just technology to get your hands around. I mean, since 98, I've always kept, kept up with technology, even while I was, you know, even when I was taking a hiatus from it. And I always felt like I was able to pick up and understand the technology in a reasonable amount of, with a reasonable amount of effort. Mobile, uh, cloud, et cetera. It, it, it was simple. It was not that difficult to grasp how it works. The blockchain, on the other hand, it, it, it's, it challenges you to think in ways that you normally do not. It challenges you to think in ways that you were, it breaks the conventions by which we were raised and everything that we're, is around us. We're so accustomed to a centralized world um, that it challenges me. It really challenged me over many, many months to think about things completely in a different paradigm. And, uh, and once I got, once I really accepted it and kind of let my guard down and, and, broke free of the chains of a centralized world, I could really see the value of the blockchain, the transparency that it affords, the trust, 
the security. I mean, all of it is just, it's so revolutionary, so powerful. And I wanted to apply it into the industry where I spent many years. Uh, and every single day, I saw just how fraudulent, how um, easy the market was manipulated because it was so centralized and uh, the challenges. But I also saw that there was a strong desire on the part of advertisers to fix this. Like they had accepted uh, the status quo for so long. It wasn't, but they realized it wasn't necessary. They, they, why should they, in a $225 billion industry, be forced to accept discrepancy levels of anywhere from 5 to 10 to 15%? Uh, it, it's just in, in this day and age. And so um, that's why I, I was really excited about the blockchain. Once, once I kind of got over that initial hurdle of just understanding the architecture and why it's so powerful. You also have an interesting, there's a phrase that you use that I find fascinating, and that is value chain. There's value is a, is a concept that a lot of people confuse with worth or cost, but value really has a much deeper meaning than that, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, look at it's, 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 we use the word value chain rather than supply chain at times. Uh, and I guess we're describing the same thing, but we think about the value that each participant contributes along the process, right? So, you know, you have the creative team that creates a great ad. You have the data team that creates the uh, audience segment. You have DSPs and SSPs. I mean, if you look at how many participants there are in running a digital ad, it's pretty unbelievable, but they're all adding incremental value and they should be adding incremental value, um, provided that the supply chain works the way it's supposed to. And so that's why I like to think of it as a value chain more so than a supply chain. And every piece of that chain, if you're not adding to the value, the simple mathematics would say you're either inefficient or at worst, you're detracting value. Absolutely. I mean, you're just overhead at that point, right? I mean, it, this is an industry that operates at tremendous speeds. Uh, things like DSPs that run at over a hundred, over 300,000 queries per second. If you are not adding value, then you're definitely subtracting, right? Because you have such a small amount of time in, in a, in a RTB environment, there can be something like 250 to 300,000 queries per second that we have to respond to within 70 milliseconds. So we have a very specific and short amount of time um, to respond. And if you are using any part of that 70 milliseconds without adding value, then you are, you're taking away from somebody who could and who should. And it seems that another thing that helps sort of your approach is it takes energy and time to not be transparent. It seems like it's just logical and would be easier to just be transparent throughout the whole process. And that's something that Kratos embraces. We absolutely embrace the transparency and we think it's so critical. Uh, it's been too long. I mean, the, the digital advertising started in the late 90s. And so it's been 20 years that we've allowed this um, 
the lack of transparency, which allows fraud, which allows uh, manipulation of data. It allows for uh, certain companies to manipulate the market in their favor just because of their scale. And it's just time for this industry to mature and to move beyond that. And so, uh, yeah, that's why that's why we're entirely focused on just breaking that um, some of these wall gardens in order to create transparency and trust. And one of the benefits of that transparency and one of the ways you've approached it is kind of the protocols that you have in place to to track analytics, massive amounts of data that you have to handle in, you know, as you said, 70 milliseconds, you just really, you don't have time for speed bumps. You don't have time for traffic jams. You've got to get right to it. And the amazing thing is you're able to manage all of that data. All of the participants in the industry can verify that. You're not just showing one group or this group. It's It's cross-platform. Yeah, so one of the things about the blockchain that people always talk about is the scale, how can it handle the scale, right? And yes, there are scaling challenges and there are unbelievably smart people focused on resolving that. Everybody from uh, the guys putting together Plasma and Raiden, right? There's just lots of innovation going on. So while, while we recognize that there are scaling issues, and so we focus today specifically on the campaign event data. So an impression, uh, a click, a video view. And we are only um, focusing on creating validation and verification of those events. And then we write that onto the blockchain. We are not working at the 300,000 queries per second today. But like I heard somebody say the other day, who would have thought that you would be streaming videos on Netflix uh, back in 1998 or in 2000? We will get there. Uh, there are just such what what's and one of the things I love about being in this space is just the amount of passion and innovation that's going on in this space right now. And so I am absolutely confident that we'll get there. Uh, we'll be able to support the 300,000 queries per second that needs to happen. But today we're focused entirely on the campaign event data. Uh, and then we'll scale that out in the future into other more scalable um, products. So as you mentioned scalability, let me bring in another factor, and that is the absolute proliferation of mobile devices and the need to be able to scale to handle every cell phone that might click on a campaign, every tablet, every smartwatch, whatever device is brought in, that has to be a challenge that really, that you are devoting quite a bit of focus to because that's a realistic challenge. Yeah, when you say that, it kind of makes me nervous. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. I mean, look, we don't have 100% penetration of these devices and who knows what devices are going to come about tomorrow, right? I mean, it's, um, are there, is every, what else is going to be delivered via digital means? Is it, you know, we've already seen the Hulus and the Netflix, but what's, what's coming in front of us next? What happens with augmented reality? What happens with VR? So the challenge is, are real and it it's something we think about all the time and as an industry we we you know 
we have to be laser focused on resolving it. So, you know, that's why I enc- we encourage our members to contribute to open source projects uh, like Infura and Raiden and Plasma, uh, because we need to be a part of that community. We need to be a part of the solution and not just takers of it. And so, you know, if anybody else is listening, that's, that, that's in a position to help, please do. Like the world will be a better place because you are contributing in advancing this unbelievable, this revolutionary technology that we have to, in our hands today. Let me ask a question, and and I apologize, but this just popped into my head. So as the industry starts to embrace this transparency and, and the blockchain becomes a foundation on which kind of these processes can be built, with the ridiculous number of cryptocurrencies that are out there that base their existence or their worth on blockchain technology, as those start to fade away and the weaker ones disappear and the other ones kind of get stronger and more settled and more stable, do those different cryptocurrencies have a possibility of, of a negative effect on this transparency? You know, it's like so many other things where I only have control of my company, my team, we only have control over what we do. <clears throat> And what we always talk about is we're not just a company that's transparent, uh, bringing transparency to advertising, but we're transparent internally uh, within our team. You know, I, I, I am 100% transparent about everything from our business strategy to our partnerships to our finances, and then also being transparent with the community. Um, whether, you know, and so... That's all I can control. What happens with all of these other cryptocurrencies and tokens? It's hard for me to predict what, what that's going to be in five years from now. What I know is that we can be the best um, stewards of capital. Uh, we can be the best developers, uh, laser focused on our goals. And so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I wish I could answer that, but I, I don't know the answer to that. I just know what I can control, and that is to do things with transparency, with honesty, sincerity, and uh, complete focus. Well, as the CEO of Kratos, that causes you to be in a position of leadership with your company, but it also puts you in a position to be a thought leader in the entire industry. So I am going to ask you to make a prediction. I know it's unfair, (laughs) but I'm going to anyways. What improvements do you see? coming in the near future in the industry that you think will be good, solid moves going forward? Oh, that's surprisingly an easy one to predict. I think I just think it's two things. It's, it's, uh, it's the speed of writing onto the blocks, and then it's the scalability. I mean, they're, they're kind of interrelated, uh, but they are distinctly different. And I think those are the two things that, um, that, that that's going to change, revolutionize our allow this revolution to really happen and have uh, commercial benefits um, across industries and across the world. As part of your mission at Kratos there, as you continue to educate advertisers, as they, you know, they get a little bit smarter, they get a little less fearful, they gain some, 
some knowledge about how to actually use this new approach. What benefits do you think these advertisers will gain over this increased transparency and this new sort of protocol? That is going to be primarily about um, efficiency, greater efficiency in the use of their budget, which means wh why would that happen? That's because reduction of fraud, um, placements where they belong, and you know, the one example I always like the the way we came up with this original idea was that my previous at my previous company I was the COO. And both the finance and the ad ops teams used to report to me. And they used to spend like seven to 10 days every month uh, fighting discrepancies across, quote unquote, the value chain, right? It's, it, the numbers never lined up. So we wasted a ton of time, a ton of money uh, just to do these discrepancy reportings and arguments with our suppliers, our publishers. In the future, with when the Kratos uh, platform is integrated, our those adults people, those accounting teams can focus on doing their job, focus on where they add value, not on fighting and creating discrepancy reports. Uh, so it's a f increased efficiency in the allocation of their budget, more transparency. It's the ability to optimize campaigns on real time data uh, rather than waiting for the end of month discrepancy reports. So that's where, I, that's where I see the benefits of the advertisers. I wanna thank you for taking the time today. Today I've been speaking with the co-founder and CEO of Kratos, Sam Kim. Sam, thanks for taking the time. Thank you, it's been a pleasure. Hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, go to marketscale.com slash industries. And if you have a chance, subscribe to the MarketScale publications for the latest articles, videos, and podcasts from your favorite industries.